Hey everyone, um, I wanted to get on here because uh, I've uh, chosen to, well not say too much because I got on social media and did say stuff about Grant, but uh, I'm not the type of person that likes to sit around and write too much because my mind's just all over the place, but um, I wanted to do something verbally in memory of Grant, or at least write my thoughts down and uh, be able be able to express them uh, with everyone. So I don't want to call this a eulogy because it, when I read it to you guys, it's going to kind of sound like a eulogy, I guess. But it's just more words about just words about somebody who was uh, like family to a lot of us. You know what I mean? And a, a lot of people have been online, and I've heard podcasts or, or just people doing voice clips and stuff talking about Grant, and just everyone gets emotional because he just meant so much to a lot of people. And um, it's going to kill me talking about him because even writing this, it, uh, it at least got to me, and uh, hopefully I could make it through this uh, without stumbling too much. Um my words are nowadays at least are all over the place so uh um just everyone bear with me um these are um these are these are uh the words of a viking so i hope uh you guys like this stuff grant two days have passed and i've stayed busy busy enough to keep my mind off the obvious the obvious is the loss of a dear friend although many only see my connection to Grant as an opponent in the ring, it was more. Grant was a brother to me, someone I would contact regularly and see on a monthly basis via wrestling even after he retired. Once the news broke out to me, I tried to keep to myself, respecting the family and those closest to him by keeping things shut. Obviously, once word got out, it was a situation I was implored to face. I continuously ponder on how to honor my fallen friend podcasts, uh, wrestling matches, etc. Uh, but honestly, the best way I can honor Grant Birkeland is to keep his memory alive. See, in 2007, I, uh, I barely knew Grant. Um, it would take years for me to build a bond with him, only alive through our matches and the memories in my mind and heart. Uh, five or six years ago is really when we grew to become friends, uh, like, fr like real friends, not, not social acquaintances we tend to make in locker rooms. Uh, most of the time, because that's just how it works in uh, wrestling locker rooms. It's a lot more people that you talk to and that you're like, yeah, they're my friend, but it's it's not like your best friend that you had since you were a kid. Uh, those years ago, I was at my wits end with wrestling. Um, and on my way out, I had briefly spoken to Grant about just giving up and settling for a normal life. Uh, see, Grant was one of my first singles matches ever. Uh, NBA show, uh, coincidentally, and up until that point throughout the years, we would find ourselves in the ring across from one another. Uh, I don't remember if I ever had the chance to ask Grant, why why me, man? Like, why waste time trying to help me get back into a company and ring that I was so easily willing to leave? Uh, he always had a knack for telling me I was talented in the ring and maybe seen something. Uh, maybe he's seen someone who wanted it, but just wasn't dealt the best of cards. Uh, it was via email and text we would forge a friendship. Uh, 
Danny, Grant, whoever you want to call him, figured why not feud with him. And if you notice through the years, anytime you've seen a big match on on a CZW show or just a bigger stage with uh, Grant, you know, wrestling a non-company regular, it was because he wanted to help out one of the boys he felt deserved it. Grant was all about that. Uh, whether it was dysfunction or Ricky Shane Page, if Grant seen something in you, he would stick out his neck for you. Uh, bitch at the office constantly. <laughs> and uh, just to get the guy an opportunity to show off his skills, you know, show what he's made of. Uh, Grant was selfless like that. And uh, like so many before me, he did that for me. Um, he argued and complained till I was given another shot. Not one damn person stuck their neck out for me at that time. Grant literally went out of his way and made it a point to put me in the conversation. I guess deep down from previous matches, he must have knew we were the best of dance partners. Uh, he got me that shot, uh, that important chance. Uh, yeah, I risked, I risked it all, and yeah, it was for me, but I wasn't going to let Grant look like the fool. Uh, I put it all out there in Dayton that November, and uh, if my memory serves me right, he was beyond happy with the match. Uh, just his smile and then praising me like he I don't know if many people thought I had it at that time but granted um he was proud of me see I'm older than Grant but in wrestling years Grant was older than me he showed me videos of his backyard stuff and talked shop many a times uh, I stayed at his home sat sat on his couch I slept on his couch uh Brianne ever so caring for all of Grant's friends uh made sure I had um, medical supplies that she uh, sent me home with to, so I could take care of myself. Um, him and his wife were super caring about everybody. Um, uh, I was definitely happy for him when I met her because I realized they were definitely a perfect pair. Um, you know, I hope and dream, I do hope and dream they're finally together. <laughs> oh, man, uh, he loved her so much, and I knew it. You know, I seen it. <laughs> we all seen it. Um, they were a perfect match. See, uh, Grant Grant was a, a transplant from Cylinder, Iowa. Uh, he became a legend long before his passing. Uh, he was always uh, humble and down to earth. So I mean, you know, I know he knew I was uh, that he was um, loved, but really didn't know how much. I don't really think he knew how how much people loved him, but I knew he knew that he was kind of, I guess, popular. He he was so humble he didn't acknowledge it. Uh, so me and Grant have a match and uh, you know I'm still ignored so what does Grant do he, he goes back he goes to bat for me again he goes back and starts pitching storylines doing everything he can to include me somehow in some way he gets his way but along the way he starts talking about being done soon I'm like all right you know it's it's common in wrestling you wrestle long enough you think about quitting you know no physical date but he's seen the writing on the wall long before anyone knew he had a degenerative uh, back condition. Um, me and him clashed at a tournament of death, and he put me over uh, that year. Uh, it was his decision. I'll never forget that. Uh, he didn't like that match, but um, you know, after he watched it a few times, he he honestly started to enjoy it more. Um, he was more definitely more of a perfectionist than he let out to be. Um, it was during this time we truly became friends. Uh, I spoke to Grant regularly uh, via text most of the time because I'm typically weird about talking on the phone. He's kind of like that too, or he was. Um, but there was uh, an occasional call, so we would talk on the phone every now and then when there was just too much to text. Uh, 
he would tackle these conversations with his dry humor, but, you know, I was used to it at this point. Uh, eventually, he broke it to me that he was planning on hanging it up during one of our afternoon talks. Um, I sat thinking about it for a few days. Uh, I eventually texted him, texted him, and uh, I pleaded my case to be his last match. Uh, listen, in reality, the right thing would have been for him to wrestle Devin Moore, Connor Claxton, uh, Lucky 13, etc., etc., uh, one of his closer friends, but something in me said I needed and could give him the match he deserved. I didn't know every little thing about Grant at that time outside the ring, but inside of it, I knew him like the palm of my hand. I told him I wanted to be the one to send him off, and that and that basically this was destiny, <laughs> legit. This shit I told him, and uh, could give him a, a match he could look back and truly be proud of from a performance aspect. And uh, he gave it a day or two, and eventually he agreed, which shocked the shit out of me. Um, I, Dude, I busted my ass in the gym to prepare for this. Obviously, I'm not a body guy, but I definitely put in the work in preparing for it. Uh, I mustered up a, a, what I thought at the time was a pretty good promo that I uh, wanted to honestly get an emotional reaction from. Uh, I stressed to Grant after my promo uh, for him, like, dude, really put your heart into this, because obviously it's your last match, but it's important, and he just, like, he snickered, because he was definitely, like, he was definitely, like, come on, guy, this is my last match, like, of course I'm going to, so, uh, in my promo, I said we were gonna bring it back to the old days, and, uh, me and Grant talked about doing that all the time, um, and I, at least I like to think we did for one night, um, I was sad at the time to see him go. He had been around since I started, but Grant was hurt, and like he said, he couldn't go full tilt anymore. Um, he had a decent job and a girl. He was he was changing. He was growing. It, it was the right time for him. For whatever reason, I thought of that before the match, and uh, it, it just touched me. I'm, I'm not the biggest touchy-feely guy, but I think me knowing this was my last chance and promising Grant a proper send-off, the pressure was on. I was going to deliver even if it cost me my career. Uh, dude, that night was, and I don't want to sound bad to say flash in a pan, but it was in a good way. It was it was something that, that was that's caught in time. Maybe at least for the company, place, and fans, it, it was the last of the last. There was no doubt, no question that we were finning to put on a good match. We spent time sitting down talking shop and uh, life that day as the camera crew for Vice followed him around. Dude was a star. Uh, he was bigger than CZW. Danny Havoc was CZW. Danny Havoc was Deathmatch Wrestling. Uh, it was a long night, but eventually the time and floor was ours. Um, as my music hit, which uh, I picked Pantera, Cemetery, Cemetery Gates, which I picked as sort of a funeral bell to honor the death of his wrestling career. Um, I literally got choked up. Uh, when the music started playing and teared up a bit. Um, you know, at the time I had a tough journey to that point, and I was sending my friend off from the one thing he loved since I could remember first meeting him. Um, you know, thinking about it, this man moved almost a day's hour hours away permanently to follow his dream. He left his family and friends to pursue something he dreamed of, dreamed of beyond the barn matches him and his friends put on in Iowa. He fucking did it. He became a legend. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I fought with Grant that day to take the victory uh, to do something different, since usually the man who retires will leave on his back. Um, he wasn't having it. Um, and like he said in his uh, closing promo, anyone who doesn't believe 
uh, that this man is the future of deathmatch wrestling, is it? And I think it was stupid. Um, it was either something or, uh, like that or a uh, strong language. Um, but pull out his retirement match. You know, let the one, two, three play out. Uh, we both got up slowly to our knees, and as I rose to a knee with my head down, in uh, head down, in all reality, I was holding back tears, and I said the realest fucking thank you I have ever said up until that point in my life, and then we embraced like family. I couldn't, I just can't thank him enough for what he did for me. And if you watch the match, he extends his hand at the beginning. And I refuse. I'm taking the match seriously in my head. It's my last chance. I'm not there to party. I'm there to win. As the match progresses, my respect grows. I become frustrated that the man doesn't quit. I believe and listen to my promo that he has become lazy and given up on wrestling. But he is in he's in my camel clutch and doesn't quit. I get pissed immediately, seeing it as though I was lied to by his prior actions until that match to believe he was done. He grabbed the ropes and I erupted. I telling Shawnee to take the ropes down it shows my respect went out the window I was willing I was willing to have the ropes taken down and not fight fair I continued to pummel him out of frustration uh what minutes ago were moves that were cleverly thought about the movements were planned shit was fancy once the ropes came down I was angry and frustrated I threw fancy out the window and just beat him up till the ropes came down not technique just brutality but as I thought I had him, he dragon suplexed me through a board of barbed wire. That single move humbled me. Danny Havoc was still here. He never left. The beast, the beast had awoken. He regained my respect in that one move. Followed it up with a general's order. He's back. I'm humbled but calm. He upped the ante by bringing in tubes. I'm in Danny Havoc's world now. I'm fucked. I came up to my knees and I offer him the handshake he was looking for at the beginning of the match. I'm scared and I'm in shock. I don't know what to do. I try to force him to take my gesture of respect. But Deathmatch Viking, but the Deathmatch Viking lives. And I ask for this ass whooping. The match continues. Uh the match continues. Uh, into the try to not kill one another section. <laughs> After two big moves, I can't finish him, and then I'm truly in shock, screaming, not because he just kicked out, but because Danny Havoc, Danny Havoc, finally, he finally came back. He was fucking there, dude. And I, I control traffic, still, which ends with a Spanish fly off a ladder through all hell. It's done. See? Check it out. Listen. Danny Havoc didn't stay down for a three because he was beaten. And this is just my thoughts. And this is what I truly believe. He stayed down because he was finally satisfied. It ended the way he wanted it to. Danny Havoc had resurrected. He could have just kept going, but the wrestler known as Danny Havoc had reached Valhalla. And it was time for the man known as Grant Birkeland to live. Till this day... That's the single most important wrestling match of my life. <laughs> Although I always harp on myself about stuff. Anytime me and Grant spoke, that match would come up. And we would thank each other a million times. Followed by, I love you bro, or I love you man. I'm truly glad he appreciated that match. All I wanted to do was make him proud of that.
and was glad that it brought him some sort of joy. Uh, we kept in touch after that, uh, becoming close. He would still have a part in H2O and GCW, so our bond only grew stronger. I honestly felt like his true compadre, compadre, sorry guys, the day he essentially asked me not to be mad at him for doing Japan way before anyone knew about it. He didn't want to soil the importance of his retirement match and hard work we put into it with a Terry Funk-esque unretirement. Uh, Japan, for him, was a vacation, and he just made sure he packed Danny Havoc in the suitcase. Um, in Japan, I got the team with Grant, and although he was happy to be there, he was still at peace with being retired. Um, you know, Japan's a hard gig for any wrestler to turn down. I can't blame him. Um, I mean, I got the chance to go to Japan with him and all my other brothers included. It was no shame. I wasn't mad at his decision. Last time I spoke to Grant was Thursday on the 28th. I felt like I had been slacking and needed to text him to make sure he was okay. I had watched our last match against one another on Friday and really wanted to contact him because even to this day, that match moves me emotionally. Uh, I never texted Grant that weekend. I never got to say goodbye. The last thing Grant said to me was, thanks, brother. Love you, man. You've been really great about regularly checking on me. Uh, it didn't go unnoticed or unappreciated. I did my best to let him know he wasn't alone. He had done so much for me, and I just wanted to be there for him the way he was for me. This man literally would go out of his way to show up to local shows, uh, that I was on at times just to show, just so we could chat and hang out. I love Grant, and yeah, it's hard. He gave me so much. Uh, he gave so much to help me. Spent his own time to make sure I had a place in the ring. Grant was one of the most intelligent people I knew. He was an amazing artist, uh, but most of all, he was one of the most caring individuals I've ever known. He believed in me. Sure, I have family and friends, but in wrestling, for someone to genuinely and wholeheartedly believe in you is super rare. This business can get shady, political, and definitely selfish. He was not that. He built his legacy on his own, and in my eyes helped me build this two-bedroom home I call wrestling career. I owe Grant everything. <laughs> yeah, Leah Grant, I miss you, man, and it sucks, but I know you wouldn't have been keen on me crying about stuff and carrying on like a fucking mope. Because you are, you're now at peace, dude. And you have fulfilled every check mark asked of you. You're my hero and brother, Grant. And I promise you, I'll do my best to keep your memory alive. Because you and I know e how easily we are forgotten about when we are no longer in plain sight. I I'm going to leave this cheesy quote from the Sam Sandlot, but it sums up Danny Havoc. There's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. I love you, Grant. Rest in Valhalla.